You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome into another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. Hello, everybody. It's your boy, Kevin. And we're about to talk about two films. Uh, one that has really, really, really been pushed for the past, I'd say, five, six, seven, eight months. I mean, it's been kind of talked about a lot. Um, we got two screeners from uh, Epic Pictures, which I think was where we got our last two from, which was... Uh, They're Inside and Assassinat. Yeah, thank you. You saved my ass right there. You were very <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, and it just whoop, right out of the brain. Well, I'm old, so I've you know, Alzheimer's set in. So, um, <laughs> seriously, um, but yeah, they've been so nice to send us two more films to cover. And you know, why don't you tell us more about it, Kev? All right. So, like I said, these films are from Epic Pictures. Uh, they, of course, released Terrifier, a bunch of stuff. The two films, Arctic and Candy Corn, and a lot of other great stuff. If you guys want to check them out, go to epic slash pictures dot com. Um, this week we're going to talk about Arctic and Candy Corn. Like you just said, man, I mean, these are two films that are just being released on DVD and Blu-ray. I believe we're going to talk about Arctic first. Um, so you want to just, you want me to just go ahead and spill the beans? Yes. Just spill it, dude. I really like this movie. Okay. Um, it's just the way everything is done within the film. Uh, the cinematography, it's extremely beautiful. The, the whoever did the sound design in this film deserves like a an Oscar or something. Um, <laughs> watching this movie, something scary won't be happening, but like just the the kind of the music throughout is so fucking creepy, and it, you you really get creeped out even if something's not happening. Um, but there is a lot happening in this one. Uh, it's obviously about like a kind of a serial killer that's trying to groom his child into his position and. Of course, uh, craziness ensues and uh, some bloody, bloody goodness. Uh, what? Well, hold on, I'll give my rating out of ten here. I would probably give this one honestly about a seven and a half or an eight out of ten. Uh, this one really, really intrigued me. Um, there's just a lot going for it, and I was not bored at all. Surprisingly, I get pretty bored with movies rather easily. Um, what did you think about it? I kind of fall in line with you, man. This film was really good. Like I was, like you said, it's that creepy feel to it. And just the whole premise of the movie is just freaky anyway. Um, it, it's a slow burn. And I love slow burns because, you know, and, and some people may call it boring. Some people may call it like it just nothing happens in it. But like it is, it, it's a good setup. It leads you down this path and then it just fucking kicks you right in the ass. And, you know, if I can rock it up the ass, like I was talking about, you know, it just fucking gets you. So, um, I really, really, really did enjoy it. Um, let me tell you this though. The, the, the main guy's voice, um, what is his, I'm trying to find what his name is. Um, it was so deep. Yeah. It was Jerry. It was, it was played by Jerry G. Angelo. I think his name was Arctic is his name. Um, it's so deep and so like, kind of like raspy, but of course kind of like melded into each other. Like it just, it, it gave you that sense of like, he was just some badass that would just kill you if you looked at him wrong. And I love that feeling of like, you know, not knowing what this character's going to do next. So I really did enjoy it. Like it's the kills were fantastic. Uh, the, the plot was really good. Uh, the setup was really good. Like I said, the cinematography was excellent. It looked fantastic. Um, 
I don't know. I really didn't enjoy it. Like I said, it's, mine's, about, mine's about a seven. I'm just going to say a seven. Uh, there were a few downfalls in it. Like it was a little too short. Uh, I think they need to explain a few more things um, in a few places. But overall, it did a great job of, of portraying that uh, the story you know, very well. Uh, like I wasn't confused at the end. A um, few more things I w- I'd want to know more about. But other than that, it was fantastic. So, yeah, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with the acting and the characters and stuff like that. Um, the characters had a slight level of complexity to them that, you know, it didn't over-explain anybody, but, like, you kind of understood. Um, exactly like you were mentioning, Arctic, the the main guy, the, the dude who's killing people. He's just a very menacing and titular figure. He's he's very brooding. He's he's huge, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And, and he the way he goes about his business, he just almost doesn't have a conscience and and you know so if you like watching movies with like really kind of fucked up characters that are that put other people into situations that are pretty pretty uh daunting for them then i would say check this one out because honestly this is probably um one of my favorites that epic has released i mean i just think that the style of it was great the acting cinematography sound design everything just uh if you ever get a chance anybody out there listening definitely check this one out i highly recommend yeah definitely definitely and like i said it the the way that like you know, okay they're on this farm i'll just give away a little bit of it i won't give too much but this, there's a part where they're or i guess the whole movie they're, they're farmers kind of but the way that they portray them as a quote-unquote farmers like it's just a normal thing that they're doing and everyone in the town seems to know what they're doing it's just so kind of menacing you're just like how the hell would this be fine you know i just don't you have that thing in your mind of going, this is not right, but everyone just seems to think that's just the way it goes. But then of course they find out it's more than it really is. So it's, it's just, it's very well done. 100%. And it has uh chase Williamson and Matt Mercer in this mm-hmm. film who, um, any horror fan kind of recognizes them from both, um, the mind's eye, the mind's eye. That's it. I was thinking like mind games. That's another movie. My head is just all about movies right now. Um, <laughs> And Beyond the Gates, which is an excellent, excellent kind of like a throwback feel VHS themed movie, which ha- have you seen that one? I have not seen that one. Oh, that's one to add to your list. Uh, Beyond the Gates. So, yeah, two go. guys that are in this film that are in all of those uh, kind of horror mainstays at this point, And they both did excellent in everything that they've been in. So, yeah, man, check out Arctic. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely check that out because, like I said, it's a very fantastic film. Um, all right. Why don't you give us our second film, sir? All right, so next up is good old candy corn. Now, Wes and I kind of have a little bit of a longer history with this one because we were both attending uh, Cincinnati Horror Hound back in March, and they were doing a special uh, kind of showing of this film. Well, we waited in line, and these seats were filled, so we didn't get to watch it. So we've been waiting since March to see this movie, right? Right. So... After watching it, um, did it stack up to our uh, hype? Um, kind of. Okay. Now let me let me explain here. I I know you said that you were really excited about talking about this one to me, and I'm very excited to hear about your opinions as well. A film. First off, the name named after one of the most controversial candies in the world. <laughs> true. Um, true. Do you like candy corn? I fucking love candy corn. I do too. See, I thought, yeah, okay, cool. Thank you. A, a lot of people don't, and I learned I can't really trust those people. Oh, um, oh shit. Well, it's, good to, it's good to know we're on the same page here. <laughs> now, 
Although a slasher set during Halloween sounds as tantalizing as those six donuts you shoved down your gullet then cried about, <laughs> it's somewhat subdued. Um, this film features a great Halloween atmosphere. Yes. Let me start with that. It's beautiful, man. The cinematography and everything. But although being drawn to Halloween slashers like I am, I couldn't help but notice some of some lacking things. Um, the acting is great. Uh, but the lead bully, Bobby, is awful. Um, yeah, I agree. His kind of his, like I mentioned, the acting is really good by everybody all around. But this guy, it was just kind of it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um, his acting was, eh, I mean, you know, maybe not his best, but it, it wasn't enough to take me out of the movie. It was spotty. Something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. To me, the the kills weren't necessarily as exciting as I would hope for. Um, there was a great amount of practical effects. Yes. So all you slasher fans, you know, that are drawn to that like uh, flies on horse shit, you know, that, there's a little something for you. But it it almost seems covered up sometimes by that CGI where they add more blood, you know, mm-hmm. and try to like make it look more kind of grisly, I guess. Yeah. Um. I mean, one thing I also noticed about this film, I'm sorry to keep ranting on. I'm re- Trust me, I'm really excited to figure out what you think, but I, I just kind of can't stop myself. Yeah. The slow motion effects in this film. Um, it's very, this movie is very dramatized. When someone dies, it actually feels really genuine. Like everybody gives a shit in this movie. And that's what's really kind of rare regarding slashers is that if someone dies, you really feel kind of this whiplash of emotion amongst everybody. And then there's several slow motion moments, especially I remember a a scene where PJ souls is kind of consoling a uh, police officer after finding out one of the kids died. And it's like a spoiler alert. uh, Some kids die in this movie. So, uh, (laughs) Oh my God, seriously. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's just the sadness is there, the drama. The, I really wasn't expecting. This is probably one of my favorite Courtney Gaines films, too. Like, he, he fucking brought it, man. I agree. He did a great job at I this. I totally agree with him, though. Um, and something that I honestly noticed, that I'm not sure how many people noticed watching this film, I got some serious audio cues and edit cues that kind of gave me huge, 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 huge House of 1000 Corpses vibes. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um. A lot of the, like, even specifically in the third act, there was a lot of kind of way the editing would work and and kind of the frames they would use and kind of some of the noises kind of really took me back and reminded me of some of Rob Zombie's films. And to some people that may or may not be a good thing, but to me, that's a a great thing. House of 1000 Corpses is one of my favorite films of all time. And yeah, just kind of finish off my little rant. uh, I don't necessarily see this one as a modern classic, but... I do definitely think that it's going to be in my rotation of Halloween themed uh, films every year because the Halloween atmosphere is pretty spectacular. Now I'm going to shut the hell up and then let you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, I really did. Most things you said, you know, like the cinematography looks really great. uh, That most of the acting is great. Like I said, that the lead bully just really didn't do much for me. Like you said, it didn't take me out of it, but he didn't really put much into it either. Um, Courtney Gaines, fantastic in this film. Absolutely loved him. Um, Best he's th- ever been. Probably, yeah, like, probably so. I mean, well, except I think Candy Corn. I mean, Candy Corn. I think uh, Children of the Corn. Yeah, he's been in two corn movies now. Huh. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, he likes most love corn a lot. Anyway, uh, he, he like in that movie and Children of the Corn, he was really good. He was, of course, he's like younger, which is more you know impressive to me. But no, this film, he really did a great job. 
I'm kind of disappointed that Tony Todd wasn't anymore. Uh, he maybe had what, like three or four lines, maybe um, very, very spotty here and there, like showing up, you know, whatever. But it really wasn't in it a lot, and it kind of frustrated me because he's in a lot of films lately. Like he was in uh, Death House, which is, God, one of the worst films I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> Let's please not talk oh, about that. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, anyway, that is what it is. But I was kind of disappointed about that. But I was like, well, he had a little flavor to it. Okay, that's fine. You say you got a lot of a house of a thousand corpses in this. I got a lot of, okay, I got a lot of the OG Halloween, the original Halloween, and I also got a lot of Rob Zombie's Halloween in this. More so on the Rob Zombie Halloween side because the way, like you said, it was shot. I didn't feel that Rob Zombie vibe coming through. But I think a lot of the shots were kind of like inspired by that Halloween movie that Rob put out. Um, it kills to me in this movie. There were a couple that were good. There were a couple that could have been really good, and they just fell flat for me. They really fell short. I'm like, oh, come on, that, you, know, you should have shown this or done this or whatever, and it was just kind of frustrating at first. I was like, oh, well. you know, A lot of movies do that, so I can't be too mad about that. But it, I don't think I liked it as much as you did. Um, I've seen a lot worse. Um, it wasn't very exciting to me. Didn't keep me as engaged as I wanted as what I'd like for it to have done. But overall, it wasn't a bad film. Um, like I said, there's so much worse out there that people put out on, on a whim. Um, but like I said, those cues, I think those cues I saw really did keep me involved in it. And, and Courtney, so Courtney really kept me in the movie. He really did keep me there, uh, kept me in the moment. Um, so like I said, one of my favorite films that I've watched in the past six, seven months, but also, you know, but when I'm like, oh my god, and I'm gonna kill myself over this film. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's those are my thoughts. So, yeah, I forgot to actually rank this one out of ten. Oh, yeah. um, I gave this one a six out of ten. What 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 do you think? I think it was more middle of the road for me. Like I said, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't like fantastic. Like I, I'd watch it again, you know. But like maybe in like like I said, like a rotation of other films, maybe just to kind of get the Halloween vibe because that vibe was there. Um, so yeah, like a five. I'm gonna give it a five. All right. Well, it looks like we got some uh, good movies uh, coming out for you all to check out. Like I mentioned, uh, epic-pictures.com got a lot of quality films, um, films you should pick up. Yes. So I would highly advise them to anybody. Great indie stuff. Mm -hmm. I wanted to mention that as well. Uh, a lot of the movies that they deal with are indie films. And, you know, you really want to support that culture because if we don't have indie horror, then we don't have – you know, any, anything that kind of relates us to horror, like, you know, we want to pursue and we want to make sure that these directors are successful so they can carry on and be the next batch of George Romero's and, you know, and fucking, I'm drawing a blank on other ones, Wes Craven, John Carpenter, I could go on and on and on, Dario Argento, you know, we, we need some more of those people and to support their films um, early in their career is very paramount to their success. So everyone support both of these films. And um, is there anything else you want to say? No, I echo everything you just said. Like you said, indie horror is where it's at. So please go support these people. Um, and I'm anxious to see what else uh, Epic puts out as well, too, because like I said, they've had some fantastic films. Terrifier 2 is on, the, is on the roster. So I cannot wait to see that movie. So I am so, so, so excited to get that to come out and, and Maybe we can get to get to see it on a screener. Maybe who knows? That would be oh shit! That would be so <laughs> epic, man! Oh my god, well, epic, epic! Come on, come on, <laughs> make it epic for us. <laughs> live up to your name. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so that wraps that up. You can find us on Instagram. It's a horror podcast. Uh, fuck Twitter. 
Uh, Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook at It's a Horror Podcast. My personal Instagram is Old Man Ghostface. And what is yours? Slashing Captain. There you go. Well, like I said, hopefully next time we'll be covering some more films uh, for you guys to check out. We we've kind of talked about some other stuff too coming up, so we may be talking about uh, a few different directions we're going to take this podcast in the future. So look out for that. Um, also, go check out our merch at uh, tpublic.com. Also, uh, go follow us on Patreon if you want to subscribe and help us out there. Uh, become a patron. We offer some cool stuff there, so check us out there. Uh, like I said, your support in any form or fashion is always welcome. We appreciate everybody that gives support to us at all times. So really, we do appreciate everyone for doing that. Um, but I think that's about it. We're going to wrap it up. Yes, sir. All right. Well, my name is Wes. And I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.